Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius when i started this job it was pretty simple the mainstream media created a unique niche for right-wing talk show hosts but lying and excluding any fact that might not lead to the adoption of leftism in America. So I would just put the facts back, not very hard, and we'd go issue by issue. It went on like that for about 12 of my 16 years in this industry. But then the last few years, something began to change. We weren't going just issue by issue anymore, combating the left's lies, obfuscations, and blackouts. Something bigger was happening. The lies got bigger in scope and scale. The government, in some cases, like getting the COVID vaccine, began to require you to participate in them. And my job shifted. Instead of merely fighting over facts, I was fighting to help my audience retain reality, to know what actual reality is. Increasingly, that's not a right or a left-wing struggle. It's a battle against narrative by people who just want authoritarian control. I don't even know that they're left-wingers anymore. We'll start today with Mayorkas and this shocking story. Remember the Border Patrol whipping story? How the media whipped that one into a frenzy despite the fact that the guy who took the picture, allegedly, of the border agent whipping a migrant down on the border said, hey, no, your angle's wrong. Here's some more from another angle. He didn't whip him. I was there. I shot. The media ran with it anyway. So it turns out, did Mayorkas. Fox News just got a hold of a set of emails from the Homeland Security Secretary, who runs the Department of Homeland Security. That's terrifying. Letting him know the incident had been misconstrued. It never happened. Mayorkas got these emails and responded to them just hours, it turns out, before he joined a White House press conference on September 24th, 2021. And despite knowing they didn't happen, that he was tarring and condemning the men involved, he condemned it. And them. Anyway, on national television, knowing damn well it didn't happen. The agents were actually whipping their horse, not the migrant. But the camera angle made it look like the the migrant was whipped. Two and a half hours after receiving that email, Mayorkas stood beside Joe Biden as he condemned the agents on national television. Can you imagine how terrifying that was for their families, knowing it wasn't true? Then Mayorkas stepped up 
to the podium and said this, quote, our nation saw horrifying images that do not reflect who we are. We know that those images painfully conjured up the worst elements of our nation's ongoing battle against systemic racism. In other words, he flat out lied. And then he further terrorized the innocent agents by opening an investigation into them. Even more terrifying, Mayorkas is one of 61 federal bureaucrats who has the ability to censor you at will on social media across nearly all platforms. How do we know that? This new lawsuit, I'm holding it in my hand right here, 164 pages by the state of Missouri and the state of Louisiana against social media and what they call a vast government conspiracy to censor Americans. Mayorkas, liar-in-chief of the Department of Homeland Security, is one of those who has the ability to fill out what they call a ticket with a liberal group called the Election Integrity Project. They then turn it over to social media. And if you're writing things like, Mayorkas lied about that whipping, you can just have that taken right off the internet, get a false label affixed to it, um, or just get it so downgraded in the search results um, that nobody will see it. It literally shocks the conscience. But that wasn't even the biggest lie we learned about today. And to call these lies, folks, it's really not accurate. These are bigger than lies. These are manufactured realities. And the absolute shock of it this morning to wake up and to see a Pfizer executive casually under oath on European TV testifying before the European Parliament admitting, oh yeah, we might have told y'all that shot was 95% effective for stopping the spread of COVID between January and September of 2021, but we never tested it. We didn't know if it worked. Plus, the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. No, uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science. See, I actually remember not too long ago when if you said exactly what that Pfizer executive said, that it doesn't work to stop the spread, you'd be flagged, censored, and canceled off social media. The scope and the size of that lie are shocking. For me personally, it tore my family apart. I didn't see liberal members of my family for two Christmases, two years worth of Thanksgivings because we were unvaccinated. Turns out the whole thing was a lie. But they believed Anthony Fauci when he said you shouldn't see your family members. You shouldn't hold the hand of your dying mom if you're not vaccinated. Unbelievable lies. Listen to Dr. Mark Siegel and Brian Kilmeade react to this this morning on Fox News because they nailed it. But Dr. Siegel, they said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You get vaccinated, you have to worry about it. By September, they had to walk that back from two years ago. So that same EU uh, uh, parliament member joined Tucker last night. He expanded on what was found out from that hearing. Listen. Governments pushed millions of people worldwide to get vaccinated by telling them, um, by telling telling you to 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 do it for your grandmother, and they yes. trick perfectly healthy young people into taking this jab using false arguments. The government literally imprisoned people within their own homes. All of this was based on the idea that vaccination helps prevents the spread of the virus. Otherwise, why should people out of society? But this has now proven to be a big lie. Doug Siegel, how many people got fired? 
how many people were uh, excoriated and looked down upon because they didn't want to take it because they didn't know enough about it. 20,000 are going to be kicked out of the military under, under a false pretense. This was also never the, the, uh, epidemic of the uh, pandemic of the vac unvaccinated. That was a false expression. That was dogmatic. That took doctors out of the equation where we could sit down and explain what we thought the value of this was. It's truly staggering when you think about it. This is the most talked about shot ever on earth. And my text line exploded this morning. When I asked a question, tell me what this lie cost you. For there were grandparents who hadn't seen their grandkids in years because they couldn't they wouldn't get the shot. People who lost hundred thousand dollar plus jobs. One guy lost his home after he lost his job. Another pilot lost his home. He can't fly anymore, still can't without the shot. And tons of military members. One man whose mom died alone because he couldn't go see her in the nursing home because he didn't have the shot. The list goes on and on of the destroyed families, the human carnage. And they knew the whole time. Folks, CEO Albert Borla, remember, told us over and over, this thing has 95% efficacy. The CDC told us that. Anthony Fauci, Rochelle Walensky, Borla, the head of Pfizer, even went so far as to call anyone who would question this shot a criminal. And a volunteer in an interview that he was working with the FBI to go after people like that. And within weeks, the doors of Project Veritas journalists who had caught Pfizer employees on camera saying the thing didn't work and had side effects, they had the doors kicked in. Here's Borla then. There is a very small part of professionals which they circulate on purpose misinformation so that they will mislead those that they have concerned. Those people are criminals. They're not bad people. They're criminals because they literally costed millions of lives. And then should be treated as criminals as well, those who have done that. Yes, Borla says, and then goes on to outline how he's working with the FBI. He was lying the whole time. But here's what's truly staggering about this, that the size and the scope of this lie. Folks, if they did it at this level, they can do it again. I know in my market of Greenville, where I do local talk radio, hundreds, those are just the ones who contact me, lost their jobs for not taking this shot. Hundreds and hundreds more, probably thousands, um, have contacted me to say they have to pay $50, $100 extra a month on their insurance for not taking this shot that worked. All the while, Borla was the criminal. But the real question is, if they can lie at this level, what will they lie about next? And how did they get away with it? A shot this big, the most talked about shot on earth. Well, <laughs> vaccine professionals, the most vaunted virologists on earth, surely would have wanted to see the shot data. It would have been fascinated to them because it was mRNA shot, never used before, right? How did all of them miss that there was no testing for efficacy? Easy. They didn't miss it. They were silenced. They were silenced at a level so shocking. You almost can't wrap your mind around it.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Remember Dr. Robert Malone, one of the inventors of the mRNA vaccine? He's on to patent. Remember him saying they went so far to silence him as to kick him off of LinkedIn, where he was merely displaying his resume. How did they do it? Well, that brings us back where we started this morning on this podcast. I could do a week of podcasts on the shocking revelations contained inside this lawsuit. I'm still mentally processing it, but it gives us a window into how they did this kind of censorship. Again, it is a lawsuit by the attorney generals of the state of Missouri and Louisiana, and it's against the federal government. 61 specific bureaucrats across 11 different agencies who silenced people, censored them, filled out those tickets with social media, with Google, and had things wiped away as if they weren't real. Listen to this. This is who silenced the world's foremost virologists, doctors who knew or dared to question. The Department of Health and Human Services, Anthony Fauci, personally. Rochelle Walensky, personally. The CDC, the NIAID, the Health and Human Services Department, the FDA. Oh, that's scary. They're supposed to make sure drugs are safe. Remember, we actually got the emails in a Freedom of Information Act request between Anthony Fauci personally and Mark Zuckerberg censoring people who questioned this shot. Now, let's remember why they did it and how we dodged a major bullet. Because clear on through the end of the summer of 2021, CDC, Fauci, CEO of Pfizer, all of them, they were out there claiming 95% efficacy, pandemic of the unvaccinated. They're the ones spreading it. It was all going great. Now, since we know the shot doesn't work, why did they invest so much time, so much political capital, tearing families apart, lying about the shot? Because remember, the Biden administration admitted to ABC their hope was to get vaccine passports. Their hope was to eventually even control your travel, you know, from state to state if you weren't vaccinated. Their hope was for total totalitarian control, and this was their way. And they might have gotten it. Remember they announced um, in January that Microsoft had already developed this passport, that they planned to roll it out in May. That rollout was delayed by a couple of months. And by the end of the summer, do you remember, for some reason, The Washington Post, the lying Washington Post of all places, got a hold of internal documents from inside the CDC. And they were talking to each other and admitting that this shot doesn't work, doesn't stop to spread, does nothing of the sort. I'll never forget it. It broke midweek. And in the beginning of that week, Fauci and Walensky, head of the NIAID and the CDC respectively, had been on CNN talking about 95% efficacy. They were hauled back in by Wolf Blitzer. And because of the Washington Post story, had to admit the truth. It doesn't change the spread at all. It's useless. So they literally had to change their story. That, I think, 
kept them from getting those vaccine passports and the totalitarian control they desired. It was critical that people think the shot could stop the spread of COVID in order to get the vaccine passports, because otherwise, why would we need to know who had had a vaccine and who hadn't if we didn't have to restrict their movements, you know, for the safety of everybody? I've always thought that was the purpose of the lie. But having succeeded wildly at that lie, their ambition now knows no bounds. So ambitious are they these days, they figure we just won't have a recession. We'll cancel it. Wipe it away. Wipe it out. And that led to this absolutely bizarre display, for people in other countries anyway, of our president going out and saying, after his own government has reported two quarters of negative growth, well, there's no recession. I mean, we have a slight chance of one months ahead now, but there's no recession. There's no guarantee that there's going to be a recession. I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession. That is, we'll move down slightly. That's a position that is news to most experts who said by all accounts we're already in a recession with a 40-year high number for inflation. Also know one of the main drivers of inflation is energy costs, about which Mr. Biden threatened to make the Saudis pay for cutting production and for sidling up to Moscow. Oh, and of course, Joe Biden's counting on that the American people won't be told by the media that Joe Biden cut production almost exactly as much as OPEC did, but hasn't sanctioned himself. Whatever the case, why would he tell such a bizarre lie? There's no recession? Well, the shocking answer is contained in this lawsuit that I've been quoting throughout this podcast, because we've now learned the U.S. Treasury Department also censors you online by filling out tickets. And what in particular are they censoring? According to page 97 of the lawsuit, criticism of the recession, talk of the recession, use the word recession, you'll be downgraded in social media searches. It's so bad, the attorneys general write in their lawsuit, that criticizing Joe Biden for denying the recession will also get you censored on Google and social media. And look what's beginning to happen. I've warned my toxic liberal trolls about this, that they would be next. Well, guess who got censored? The Economist, probably the largest, most left-wing financial news outlet there is. They got censored, according to page 97, paragraph 326 of this lawsuit, for criticizing Biden for recession denial. Most recently, these attorney generals write in their lawsuit, social media platforms are beginning to censor criticism of the Biden administration's attempt to redefine the word recession in light of the recent news that the U.S. economy has suffered two consecutive quarters of reduction in GDP. Who's doing the censoring? Now the good liberal bureaucrats at the Treasury Department. Why, if they can't prevent a recession, if their policies cause a recession, touch just censor it and it won't be real. I'll be breaking down this lawsuit on this podcast over the next couple of weeks. It's truly shocking what's in it. Here's the most alarming part, though. Remember the part about Joe Biden taking inappropriate showers with Ashley Biden, his daughter, according to Ashley, in her own diary, where she says she thinks she's got a sex addiction and has needed rehab for it because of what her dad did? Biden's creepy, pedophilic, touchy-feely behavior around women and children is the number one category of censorship that they found in CensorTrack in this lawsuit. So 
there's something pedophilic, something sexually inappropriate they don't want you to know about Joe. And they found, this is their words, the largest category by far included users who dared to call out Biden's notoriously creepy, touchy-feely behavior around women and children. What else don't they want you to know? Folks, this is why I keep telling you, we don't, if we don't start fighting this, we don't have much longer before we live in the speech equivalent of the former Soviet Union. I keep telling you how it ends. We're going to need the Republican leadership to begin to fight, which brings me to the next most shocking paragraph of this lawsuit. It lists the people who are censored. And you can see they're doing what I told you they would do. They are not going to let us have political leaders. They'll simply erase them, cancel them, wipe them out of the races they run in while not doing it to the Democrats. And sure enough, it's happening. In paragraph 325 of the lawsuit, Senator Ted Cruz largely canceled, downgraded, and hidden on social media at the request of the federal government. But so is, wait for it, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, the number two in Republican leadership, the guy who will be Speaker of the House if the Republicans take it back, the guy who has said almost nothing about this censorship, not even his own. Folks, if he won't fight for us to stop his own voters from being censored, that's one thing. If he won't fight or say one bloody word about his own censorship, we're screwed. We're not going to make it. He's going to let them censor himself? You, you can't. There's no words. There's just no words. Folks, this guy can't be speaker. He can't. We don't have time. We are running out of time. Pray these attorneys general succeed. And pray others join them. Just two? That's it? From Red States? Just two? Nobody else want to get in on this thing? Why? Where's the RNC? Why aren't they suing? Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 